0: think about sorghum you may think about sorghum beer you may also think about sorghum bread there's also um what's it called again it's like a sorghum it's like a porridge a sorghum porridge and on the line we've got Zandile Finka who's a the chef and recipe developer and consumer scientist looking at the different perceptions of what sorghum is and how it can be used in terms of food etc Zandile thank you so much for joining us Thank you for having me, so Zandila, Let's start off. Sorghum is a grain, but talk to us a little bit more about what exactly it is.
1: So sorghum is an indigenous grain to um, Southern Africa. Yep. It is a grain that is gluten free, low GI, and um, it's quite resilient in terms of you know drought and. Um, you know, water and things like that. And I think the most important part of sorghum is the fact that it is so much more kinder to our guts than, you know, the usual maize that we're so accustomed to. Um, so that's that's like a, a very broad <laughs> general so, explanation of just trying to get the, the, the general person to understand what sorghum is in a few seconds.
0: So you talk about it being so much more kind to our gut. Are we talking, is it, is it kind of gluten, more gluten-free than wheat or maize?
1: It is it is completely um, gluten-free, yes. Yeah. So it is it is perfect for anyone who has a sensitive gut to say celiac disease or a gluten sensitivity or a wheat sensitivity. Yeah. Whereas um, our guts, I feel a lot of people now are finding problems with digesting wheat and digesting um, gluten in their systems.
0: Yeah. So Zandila if we think about the uses of sorghum, I mean, the the initial one is that we just think of it in terms of a large pot of beer. But there are lots of other uses as well. Bread, we can make bread out of it. Talk to us about the different different types of, um, I suppose, foods that one can cook with sorghum.
1: So in the larger sense, commercially, it's used mostly for animal feed, which is where one of my problems comes in. Yeah. Um, and it's also, you know, everyone knows it as Mabele ading, which we use to make porridge or to yes. make um, pap. Yeah. And then we also have the sorghum used for traditional beer. Yeah. But then I found that, you know, there's the grain, which you can use in salads. The same way you'd cook couscous or quinoa, you just cook the sorghum grain and you can have it in salad. Yeah. Then we also have the sorghum flour, which can make bread, which muffins cookies anything you basically make with flour you can just substitute with um sorghum to um, get the benefit of sorghum
0: so i'm i'm I'm, i mean i'm listening to and i'm thinking how is it possible that we've (laughs) never like gone and used it as much as you are currently using it now
1: there's a very strong misconception about sorghum outside um, there. For example, a lot of people associate it as, you know, South Africa has a category of foods that we, we link to poverty foods, inverted commas. Um, commas and it's very, it, it feels, it feels um, disingenuous to associate it with such impoverishment when it is one of the most nutritious grains we have. Mm. Um, and it's also indigenous to us. And we, we consume maize, which is not indigenous to us, a bit more than sorghum. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: and we highlight maize a bit more. So it feels also a bit, <laughs> um, I feel, I, I, I find it a problem that the maize that is most, the grain that is most um, indigenous to us doesn't get as much commercial use as as you'd say. Um, yeah. Yeah. And. Yeah, so not a lot of the, the commercial sites use it. If you go to a retailer now and ask them for sorghum, half of the retailers don't have um, any in stock.
0: Okay, so we're going to get to that point in a moment, like okay. as in where do we find it. I love the okay. idea that uh, in your studies at um, what you did was you, you, you uh, I see at the University of Pretoria in your final year, you, 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 you heroed as a verb, you heroed sorghum. And yes. I'm, I'm wondering, what was the decision to go that route? So
1: I grew up um, eating sorghum quite a bit. Yeah. It was a very strong staple. And going into the final year of product development, you know, everyone had these great ideas of things to create. And all of it was basically the same thing. You know, if we're making cookies, you are all using wheat. If we're making cake, we're all using wheat. And it just seemed um, like there's a bit more <laughs> diversity in the grains we can use. Um, and I also felt that people with gut sensitivities and allergies weren't catered for because um, not a lot of them can digest wheat and all the products were made for people who can digest wheat. Yeah. So I looked first for alternatives to use. And I found that not a lot of knowledge was there about um, you know, our indigenous grains or, say, sorghum, teff, any of the grains. So I started finding ways to work with it to try give it a bit more exposure to my class and to the people I was making these cookies for. So,
0: where else on the continent do we get sorghum? And in the world, is is it only in Southern
1: Africa? I mean, I, I'm not sure. The biggest the biggest um, uh, producer of sorghum is actually the United States. No. Um, really? Is, yes. <laughs> But that's because it's used for animal feed. You know, um, it's it's not it's not generally used in the way that um, I've used it in a commercial sense. Um, with manufacturers, I think are only starting now to sort of try and incorporate it a bit more in their products, like you've mentioned, the sorghum bread and all those things that we've, we've kind of seen in retail. Um, but mostly it's been produced for animal feed. And wherever there are, the most um, animals that are cultivated, they, they have a, a large Variety
0: of sorghum greens that are um, grown. Geez, well, so, I mean, there's two two interesting um, ideas that are coming up out of that. I'm thinking of the fact that, a, we need to start cutting down on animal use and animal <laughs> meat, etc., for uh, sustainability. And yeah. in that case, we do need to start shifting the use of sorghum to uh, uh, humans, and uh, instead of like as as an animal feed. Exactly. Sandeela, in your, in your journey of um, creating what you call the Sorghum Agenda, what are you doing? How are you hoping to take this forward?
1: My current aim is to have more people a- a- aligned and um, familiar with Sorghum. You know, the first times i Cherry recipes i find that people often don't understand how Sorghum can make a bread or how Sorghum can make a biscuit because we are used to it in only one form. So the first, the first part of the agenda is just getting everyone familiar with the fact that, you know, sorghum is quite versatile and you can use it in very, very varied um, uses and applications. And then creating a demand where now you don't have to struggle to find it in stores, because we'll all be um, looking for sorghum. Yeah, um, and then hopefully getting more retailers to um, incorporate that into their, their their ranges and their brands and give us more options of sorghum. So, so right now, where does
0: one get it from an animal feed place?
1: Uh. <laughs> like, I mean it's so like you know. <laughs> um, so, if you want the crushed version, yeah, um, you are more likely to get it from retailers. Um, you know your usual retailers in store. Yeah. Um, your more fam- specialized uh, stores will have the sorghum flour. Yeah. Um, and then I usually go to an artisanal. Um, they have an online store. I don't know if I can mention. Yeah, that. yeah, go for it. Go <laughs> okay. For it. Um, so Native North Sea has a store where they yes. sell um, sorghum from this brand called Local Village, which actually has the grain and the flour, which is quite beautifully uh, made. And um, I think it's great because they also use local farmers and local um, villages to cultivate the sorghum. So it's not even just about, you know, creating food with it. It's also about sustaining the local economy. And, of
0: course, Native Norsi has wonderful... uh, Their honey story is just possibly one of the best in the country. It is incredible. Stephen in Cape Town wants to know, can you make dough with sorghum?
1: Yes, yes, Stephen. I've made... Sorghum bread. So um, the thing with sorghum is the grain is a, has a different water um, level than your usual wheat flour. So obviously it needs a bit more moisture, okay. but you can you can make a dough from sorghum. So andila, if people are
0: interested and they want to find out more about the sorghum agenda, how do they get hold of you? Yes.
1: So you can find me on Instagram um, at queen underscore F-I-N-X-A. That's clean underscore F-I-N-X-A. And um, I have a lot of sorghum products on these, a lo- lot of sorghum um, pro- uh, recipes that I try out. But you can also just message me. I'm always willing to, like, talk to people and um, help where I can.
0: Fantastic. Sandile Finca is uh, the chef and recipe developer and consumer scientist of the Sorghum Agenda. And uh, if you want to get hold of her, go on to Instagram, super easy, Queen as in Q-U-E-E-N underscore F-I-N-X-A. And uh, you can ask her questions there as well and find out where it's possible to get uh, sorghum. And as she says, also go online and look up Native Norsey, and you might be able to find some of the product there as well.